Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back. Episode number eight. Yes, this is number eight. Unfortunately, last week I was going to release another podcast, but I didn't, and I'll explain that in a minute. But first of all, I just want to thank you all for joining me again, and thank you for for continued listening, and keep it up, and please spread the word, please subscribe if you haven't, and please, if you're a new listener, do that as well. Um, And there may be a few listeners, because I uh, was... uh, put onto the UK podcast network this week, which I'm very happy about. And I'm hoping maybe there'll be some new people joining me from that engine of search. So yes, um, hi to everyone. Um, if you are a regular listener, you may be wondering why there wasn't an episode last week. Well, there was. And um, I will probably release that later down the line now. Um, so all my recommendations and bits and pieces that they will be a little bit behind um, and I'll have to uh, rename the episode. But um, yes, um, as probably a lot of you do know, um, last Thursday I was about to to release the podcast and unfortunately there was the attack on Westminster Bridge happened. And although it didn't affect me directly... Um, it did shape me up a bit. We had Keith's brother arriving from the US and he was travelling across London and um, Keith was working in, well, not too far away. Um, And uh, it did sort of shake me up a bit and then when we were all back together again and then we were heading to Cornwall the next day, I felt it was, I don't know, I just felt it was, it just didn't sit right with me to be releasing a podcast that day. Um, I don't know if it's out, well, it's out of respect or, or I just, I just felt it, it just wasn't right so forgive me but hopefully you'll understand um when something like that happens i don't i I don't know it just didn't seem like the day to be uh, it was a particularly chatty um happy perky podcast and i felt it was probably just not right that day anyway i'm not trying to be maudlin um just saying you know wasn't wasn't the right thing to do um and really that kind of brings me to the next subject is london and you know, I've probably whinged a bit about London over the last few podcasts. Um, I have a love-hate relationship. Yes, I talk about wanting to live in Vancouver. Yes, I talk about wanting to live in San Francisco. Wanting to live in the country. Um, in the countryside. Different places around the world. And London, sometimes, it can be tiresome. And the tube, and the people on the tube. And it does sometimes seem that everybody's sort of wrapped up in their own business and everybody's got their head down and everybody walks in one straight line and nobody's willing to move for anyone else and people pushing on the tube and not getting up when a pregnant lady comes onto the tube and she's even got a badge telling the world she's a pregnant lady and older elderly people getting on the tube and 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 people kind of just not really paying them any attention when they clearly need to be sat down things like that rile me probably rile a lot of londoners it's stuff that we all complain about as a londoner um and the weather's not always great and things can be expensive but today the sun is bright and shiny the sky is blue um i've uh i returned from uh, being in cornwall i left london the day after uh, things happened down in westminster and we have a visitor we have keith's brother from the us here which is been great fun um, and we're going to do some touristy things in the next couple of days with him but we so we left and that day i was in getting very i felt very mixed about leaving there was part of me that was just one was glad to be escaping um and sort of switch off from it and where we were where we ended up 
I had no uh, network on my phone. So uh, I wasn't able to receive text messages um, or voicemails. Um, we had Wi-Fi in the hotel, but uh, that was it. And once you're out of the hotel, that was that. Um, we didn't have any transport once we were there. That's another story I'll tell another time. Um, we got a train as far as Truro and then, um, anyway, long story, we ended up getting a cab from Truro to the Lizard is where we were. Anyway, it's beautiful. Had a wonderful few days. Uh, walked in, walked along the cliffs. Um, very dramatic. Uh, the weather was quite stormy one day and the next day it's beautiful. We sat in this beautiful place called Cadwith Cove in Cornwall, um, which is in the West Country for those uh, who aren't from the UK. Uh, have a look on a map the lizard is the most southerly point in the uk um and we sat in the sun and drank some ales and met up with some of keith's friends and just sat and talked about everything and anything and had some food and it was just a really lovely afternoon and it was so relaxing and then i came back to london we got back yesterday and we got back on the tube and trains and and there was a moment of oh god and people start pushing again but there was also that's what I'm used to. Um, and even if I did ever leave, I do know that I would miss it. And I do miss it when I'm away for stretches of time, for work or for longer holidays. Um, and I come back and it's a wonderful place. And I'm looking forward tomorrow. I'm going to go and do some sort of touristy stuff with a visitor. And hopefully the weather's like this. It's going to be another day of uh, sunshine and I can go and rediscover London a bit and do some stuff maybe you've never done before. So I'm looking forward to that. So all I'm saying is, yes, it's a tough place to live. And yes, things happen. And yes, we are under severe threat alert. But, you know, that's... You take the rough with the smooth. Or the smooth with the rough. Um, it was it was a terrible thing that happened. Um, but I was really pleased to see Londoners getting back to work, getting on with it the next day. Um, somebody posted on Facebook a picture today of a couple having wedding pictures on the bridge and just getting on with life. And I think, yes, that's the defiance that we need because you know what? We've been through a lot of, London's been through a lot of crap over the years, um, even before I was <laughs> around, which is quite a long time ago uh, when I didn't exist. Um, and yeah, and London's always kind of come back fighting and I hope it always will. So even if I ever leave, it will always, my heart's here now that's it for good um doesn't mean i might not want to go and be somewhere else but i'll always want to come back and i'd visit a lot from wherever i lived anyway that's london hi london i love you so yes there'll be lots of stories about my trip to cornwall to talk about later down the line and uh, there were antics and they ensued anyway that's for another time um and uh i'll probably have certain someone to come and talk to me about that anyway for now. Today we are going to be joined by one of my best friends, Mr. Andrew Haler. And uh, I'm not going to do too much preamble today because I know we may just chat on and on and I, I have a feeling that it might just be... <laughs> it, may it may go on a bit because we can talk for England when we're together and um, hopefully it'll be lots of fun but uh, so I'm going to try and save the space. Um, I did make recommendations last week um, for various things 
and uh, music and bits and pieces. But um, I- I'll save those. And as I say, I'll hopefully release that podcast and you can get that information. It might be a bit out of date then. But um, so I'm just going to give you a couple of things for this week. Uh, my major thing that's happened uh, musically and in the entertainment industry for me was of course we talked and I've talked about it and I will try and not talk about it too much with Andrew today but um, is uh, of course is the return of RuPaul's Drag Race it happened it's now on Netflix um, in uh, in the UK uh, it's been on Netflix in the UK for a while but it's now playing the day after the US on Netflix so uh, so we have the ability to to see it and be up to date which is great up to date which is great um and uh, and and lady gaga was on it and uh, and the formats changed slightly and rue didn't appear in drag at all throughout the episode and i'm not quite sure what's happening there intriguing very intriguing um not that she he necessarily needs to but it was just a bit of a surprise um i suppose when you've got gaga there you've got enough drag uh, to be getting on with um, and the contestants seem very interesting and I'm really looking forward to that so that I'm a, you know I'm always recommending it but there we go go on to Netflix now and if you've never watched it before you might as well start with this season um, and uh, in the US it's changed to VH1 I believe it's now playing on anyway that's that and then of course uh, to tie in with it there was an album release um, and uh, I have to say, it's got some really good tracks on it. Um, so the album is, I'm just checking, it's called American. I believe it is. Um, yes, American. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's probably more one more for the fans. Um, and uh, But there is one track that I tweeted about in the last couple of days called Broke Me Down, which is basically a breakbeat tune. Breakbeat tune. Um, there's lots of brilliant tracks on it, um, and it's a good one for... Uh, it'll be a good one for for running and working out to, and, uh, and if you're with a group of other fans, it's definitely going to be one to... Uh, to be lip-syncing to together in unison. Um, anyway, so those are my, my recommendations. Um, they say the podcast I, I made for last week has quite a few and recommendations of other podcasts. So I am going to get those about, even if I um, have to remix what I'm doing with uh, some of my, um, some of the material from last week and put it into others. Um, remix it? I'm not going to remix it. Who do I think I am? Remix it. Oh, like I'm working with Shaka Khan. Matthew Shaka Khan. God. Anyway, um, Anyway, I hope you enjoy this week's podcast, and I think it's just time for us to meet Mr. Andrew Haler. Take it away, Andrew. And so here we are. Finally, Mr. Andrew Haler is with us. Welcome to the show. Hello there. <clears throat> to the show, to the episode. So, Andrew and I, as I've discussed before, have known each other for many a year. Sorry, that's the yes. chair creaking. Um, your hip gone again. Like it's my hip. <laughs> my dodgy knees. Um, so uh, yes yeah, so we've got lots to talk about a talk about <laughs> see link, I like, I like I we're on the show today I, no I'd wear that see, I knew this was going to happen 
that we've just started and already we're off in tangents and accents. But that's lovely people who listen is the joy. If that's of, not your thing, cut away now. Exactly. You Switch jo- off. Come uh, back next week. Uh, uh, next week I'll talk about something really heavy and serious again. But meanwhile, back in London town, here we are. Hello. Now, Andrew. Yes. I'm going to ask you questions, some which I may know <clears> the answers to already, but the audience don't, and some which I actually don't or need reminding of. So, the first one is if you'd like to tell people your full name, your age, and where you were born. And do you want my side profile and front profile as well? I think that would be a casting. (laughs) (laughs) You may as well get it all in there. All in there at the same time. Okay, so uh, hi, I'm Andrew Haler. Uh, What's the other one? Age 37. There we go. I have no issue with that. 38 soon ish. Man, not that soon. Um, <laughs> and I originally brought up in the south coast of England, in West Sussex. Uh, Whereabouts? So, uh, I born in Worthing, uh, grew up in Arundel, well, a place outside of Arundel, which is in the Shires in Middle Earth. Um, <laughs> Look it up on a map Arundel. for listeners in the rest of the world. The Shires. The Shires, <laughs> yes. Um, Middle Earth. <laughs> um, the Arundel... Uh, Outside of Arundel, and then about, I think it was about three or four, moved to a little village called Walberton. Not the bread. Not the bread, no. That's Warburton's. This is Walberton. Um, And yeah, then I was there until I moved away to university. And were you happy memories of that part of the world? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm at heart, I'm still a country boy. I love being out in the countryside. Yeah. Getting out the fresh air, the the quiet, um, having just come back from working in Norway. Uh, yes. It is, I'll come back, we'll probably come back to that later, whatever. But the difference of how quiet to being in London to then coming back and then Brockley where I live in London, yes. which I thought was quite quiet. It's a heaving metropolis <laughs> uh, in, in in comparison. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I love, I uh, very many happy memories indeed um, growing up down there in that side of the world yeah so then so you left there at age um so uh, what to go to university yeah um so i went at 18 okay so you did just leave it at the right time or you didn't leave later or before yeah like i do yes no before no, my no. time yeah no it's, so it's before we there. go to university because mm-hmm. that's a yeah. whole we want to talk about gay socks <laughs> <laughs> Which is another topic we will be touching on later, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But um, before we get to the the back of the basket, <laughs> the washing <laughs> basket, the gay side. the ones that you only bring out that one day a year. <laughs> um, yes, no. Is um, is your childhood? Um, so, as far as well, let's go to school. Let's not go to school right now, but um, oh, awkward. There's a nightmare. Yes. Um, so so was you, was school good for you from from infants yeah, I mean, through yeah so it was uh, Walberton and Binstead C of E primary school so that's two a good little name. villages uh, linked together well Walberton is a big village uh, but Binstead's the small one across a field um, and man, I loved 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 school it was always always a joy uh, and in yeah. fact almost a little bit I didn't want the summer holidays I should enjoy oh being God. <laughs> I know but it, because but man, you grew up in a village, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, small town, but I and I, mm. I, I, yeah, I, but I, I hated school. So, but then I loved everyone in our class. It was that I feel like back then in the, the golden days of pre-Brexit. Um, and um, check that one in there. <laughs> um, and that 
uh, kind of yeah, just neuro. I mean, you'd have arguments every so often. As with the kids, but I mean, it was in the village. You just walk up the road. I mean, you're right. Actually, sorry, interrupting you, but the, you're right. The the the, the, the just, when I was at school, uh, at infants' school in Slough, it was fine. Mm. So yes, at this point, actually, I was with you. I didn't. <clears throat> yeah. I did. I did enjoy school sometimes at this age. However, I think you're probably enjoying it more than me and yeah. some others. And I've I've always been quite academic. God knows why I went into acting. <laughs> Much better positioning now. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it was a it was, yeah. I used to love uh, going in the friends, the learning. It was a lovely. It was a very um, nurturing school. I do mm-hmm. remember that. And I remember each one of my teachers very fondly. Um, Anyone that you want to say hello to who might be listening? Um, <laughs> Carrie Fluker. Uh, what, how I remember what her first name was, I don't know. That's a brilliant name. Um, but I remember she went to Papua New Guinea in the summer holidays, and that just sounded like the most exotic thing in the world. To, to, to dig um, for She probably ore. was doing building yurts or something. Building yurts, digging for She was that kind ore. of a woman. Um, <laughs> Yurty lady. Um, yeah, young, but slightly bohemian, and that's a ah. kind of vague I remember. And something... I was really, yeah, I remember being very uh, attracted, not sexually, in a... Mm-hmm. Drawn to. Drawn to, thank you, yeah way too uh, so I'm just, you know, something that's just popped in my head yeah. um, I just wanted to like being, I wanted to go for hugs yeah. with her more than any other teacher yeah. I had Yeah, there was something very earth child about her maybe okay I wonder where she is now um, yes so if you're listening if you're listening Carrie then, uh, Fluker Carrie Fluker yeah then uh, please get Fluker. in touch um, via my website or uh, <laughs> Twitter or even Andrew's He's, you know his name, you know where he is. If you can remember. If you can remember. That crazy kid who would never let you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep talking, because I've just realised, ladies and gentlemen, I have left a door open and I have a washing machine spinning. <laughs> so this is the real life experience of podcasts. This is what I like. I like the uh, the earthiness and the real and the raw. And I'm giving you the raw because I've got a washing on. I've got a wash on. <laughs> it's got a, and you don't raw. really need to raw, raw wash. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, I'm just running over here. <laughs> I'm going to close the door and Beautiful. there we go and it's done and it's done rather than editing which would be silly and stopping our flow yeah and we've, um, got, we've both got a right flow on kicking up a right on stink yeah so yes. and I just remember being oh, back at primary school then was the, if I remember rightly there was only four classes not like the system now where you have reception Oh um, yeah, six, that's confusing. Elsewhere in the world, so you know, reception one, two, three, four, five, six. Before you then move on to your secondary yeah. school, if you aren't working with a middle school system, which they weren't in West Sussex, right? Um, and somehow, whilst I was there, it went from four to six classes. So I never, I don't remember if there was a sudden large intake of children at some point that kept making it get larger, or mm. I don't really remember. I just remember it being four because I remember the various teachers, but then. Sorry, got bigger, but then I remember in year five with Carrie Fluker, but because I was more advanced in science and maths, I had to go up to a year six class to do my classes with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, in a way, gave me pride in in my own ability that that allowed me to keep moving forward. Okay. So I kind of not to make, not think it all the time, but my own self worth 
a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. God, this is like cancer. I know. Loving this. Ladies um, and gentlemen, <laughs> this is a recommendation. If you want therapy for free, yeah. come and be interviewed by me and we'll all, it'll all work out in the end where you walk, you walk away feeling 100% light, 100% lighter. <laughs> I'm not doing weight loss program as well. You get thrown in the washing Mentally, machine and tumble dry. Yes. <laughs> Mentally, you'll be floating. Um, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's but, but yes, I mean, a, yeah, there was that, and I think um, there was that side of it. But also, um, uh, Mrs. Fido, her name wasn't Fido then, uh, Mrs. Smith, in fact, Jeanette Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Fido? Mrs. Fido, it's because she married one of the other teachers. Fido. Fido, yes. Like, rhymes with Dido. As in, like, as the, in dog. the dog. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry if anyone's called Fido, it's just I've never heard that name as well, a name. Jeanette, Jeanette um, Fido. Wow. And so, Jeanette Fido. Mrs. Jeanette Fido, Mrs. Smith, that's what she was that Mrs. Then. Smith. Um, was the music kind of specialist within the school. Mm. And as everyone should, in my thought and education, play an instrument to start with. Mm. Mr. Marching Band. Indeed. Um, we all started on recorder. Everyone had to do it Indeed. in her class. And she was the second year, or first, or whatever it was, the position at that time. Um, which I showed an aptitude to. Uh, and I loved playing probably to my parents' dismay. Yeah. And um, and then I got moved on to uh, a lady in the village, uh, Brenda Bailey, her, uh, came in with her clarinet and I tried out the clarinet. And So my love of music came from Jeanette Smith, but also Jeanette used to do um, amateur dramatics ah. with, I think, Worthing Players or the Worthing Operatic Society or whatever it was. I feel like I've heard of Worthing Players somewhere. Um, yeah. And I can't remember where they did it in the... Oh, I can't remember the name of the place. It'll come back to me. Um, and she took me and Louise Alsop. I don't know whether she took anybody else. I can't remember now. But I definitely... Because it was always me and Louise used to go. Mm-hmm. She would take us to go and see the show. So we'd spend the day with her on the beach in Worthing. And then we'd go in and see the show. I remember going backstage. Um, <gasps> yeah. Oh my God! So busy, there's people, there's, there's somebody changing over there. <laughs> it's a lady taking Dancing top girls off. running bars, giggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just me. Uh, <laughs> um, and kind of being, and then being sat down, and I just remember watching uh, Mame. Ah. And Jeanette was playing Agnes Gooch. Uh-huh. Um, and... And I'm sure I can't remember some of them. I definitely remember that one. And it was, I just remember being in love with it. And so, if anyone is responsible for, both my parents and whatever, for <laughs> the, the the situation in my life as it is as an actor and performer, it would be Jeanette Fido. Uh, Amazing. So I'm going to say you a very big thank you. Um, oh, there you now, go. There you uh, go. Uh, is Jeanette still a friend of yours? Strangely, Jeanette, I performed with subsequently because um, it's back home in Warburton. There is the what was the Warburton Operatic and Amateur Dramatic Society. Oh yes, Wolves. Um <laughs> are now the Warburton Players, rebranding modern times. <laughs> and um, Jeanette uh, is one of the key players within the, the society. Okay. Um, and so yeah, I did quite a few shows with her when I did a few towards the end of my school, uh, and I joined them. Uh, so she might be end up she might end up listening to this potentially then. possibly because my mum will probably end up ah okay. I think so she knows yeah. my mum very well ah. um, yeah so weird yeah weird. so I had a wonderful time good that's, that's, cool. that's, that's positive yeah. 
And so school was that was that bit of school was good. That was great. And at this point, were you aware of being gay? No. I were you aware of girls? Really? Were you just there was well, no? They were there, and they were my classmates. No, they weren't. But like, I think what something that's come across in the other um, podcasts I've done when I had um, Kieran and Menno in mm. a thing that seemed to recur, and that was my experience as well, is that we all f- have so far have said that there was a feeling that you'd have a friend, a male, f- a, another friend in school, a male friend that you would particularly. That everybody seemed to have had that one bond with another boy, not necessarily because it's you're too young for it to be romantic or sexual or whatever. But it's um, but but having a, a like a really good friend, and I think I feel like it's something more. I know all boys have their best mates, but I feel like there's something a bit more mm. in in the situation with well myself and and from what Menno and well definitely Kieran um, said. That they they had a, a friend who they'd get jealous of if, if other people because I know I used to get jealous uh, when playing if um, other if a girl would come in and kind of steal my thunder uh, for, from and would run off into the sunset with my friend at the end of a game and I'd be like why can't I be the one running off into the sunset with with my friend even though I wasn't really aware of the fact that it was You're so more common wise <laughs> yeah. It has been said before. <laughs> uh, currently, I've got a pair of glasses That's hanging over the end of my nose, yeah. and uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was that. Was did you did, did you have I that friend? Not so because it was a uh, main village. I mean, there were people came from other bits, slightly out of the village, but kind of. I mean, a lot of my friends lived around where I was as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, after school, it would be. Go, can we go out, Mum? Run out onto, onto the home field present, the the the, 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 the crescent field climbing trees. A little, uh, oh, it's four thirty-five. Nightmares on. I've got to go home. Bye. Um, <laughs> uh, and run back inside. Um, I, I don't. So you kind of ran with a bigger pack rather than yeah. a, a specific sort of. I don't. Yeah, I, I best mean, mate. God, I'd be hard pressed to say who was my best mate if I had one particularly at that time. There was a because you guys just feel like you tend to do that when you're that age. That mm. I certainly I was saying before on another podcast. I made I, I made sort of lists about best, second best, third best friend, and it was kind of and and you'd go up and down the charts depending on how good you'd been. You're vicious. <laughs> Still doing it. Today, oh, you're lucky down. today yeah. you're, you're number one because my uh, social media yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah exactly same thing um, oh and now we've got a, someone lowing lowing a lowing. morn lowing a morn <laughs> lowing <laughs> so, I'm, so there we go I knew this would happen um, so <laughs> we've not even had a glass of wine we're drinking water currently yeah um, so um, so you didn't have that so, so not that I was aware I mean there were definitely there was a group uh, so there were the twins we live around the corner. My friend David, so the twins of Matthew and Chris, David, Christopher Lovick, who I then lost contact with. Um, Mark, who lived across the road, I think. Patterns, it's not Patterns, I can't remember what it was. Um, you might have to speak up because <clears> of the, <throat> uh, oh, yes, the rude fine. man. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, the, the, those various people. And then what was interesting because then when we came to do uh, secondary school 
there were a few in the area and you could go to. So the Westergate was the catchment secondary school, but at that time, the population growth hadn't expanded quite so mm-hmm. much that you had more option to move further afield. Okay. Um, so I could either go on to a, a Roman Catholic school. No, I'm kidding, because I'm not a Roman Catholic. Um, <laughs> Bishop Luffer. Uh, what's the um, But I ended up going to uh, Chichester High School for Boys. Chichester Hall, High School for Boys. Boys. School. Right, okay. Right next door to Chichester High School. I can't say that word. Chichester. Chichester. <coughs> Chichester. She Kester. Um, <laughs> uh, going down Chai. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, is that a thing? That's what, that was a thing for a while. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sebastian Finley. God, he was a knob. Um, <laughs> I like Sebastian Finley, whoever you are. Um, <laughs> oh, God. He's not on your Facebook friend. Oh, no. So, um, it's fine. Uh, and I mean knob in the best respect. Yes. Um, so the high school for boys, which my parents chose me. They went yes. to the various uh, open evenings. Yes. Um, they decided they didn't want me to go to Westergate because it didn't have a great rest- reputation. Right. Particularly at that time. And not was that I was, had been shown aptitude working harder and they wanted to make the most of that. So yeah, I ended up going to the Chester High School for Boys and I went yes. with the twins, my friend David, uh, James, Or something else, but I can't remember it now. Okay. No, it wasn't the five of us. <clears throat> um, but then suddenly going from the you know, primary school, 30 children in the year, to the secondary school, the 100 and 240 in each year. So we're just going to eight form groups. Okay. Um, so I ended up being with David, who then I suppose became my close friend, but in no way um, sexual from my older school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Went to my class. It was one of my classes. Yeah, whatever. It was where anyway. So that, it, that he became that kind of figure from there. But then other friends developed, obviously, in secondary school. Um, yeah. So so <clears throat> so then therefore, what was the point where you? I didn't miss the girls. Right. So you weren't. You were, <laughs> now okay. I'm thinking about it. I didn't okay. miss the girls. So you weren't missing the girls, and you were starting to become aware of the fact that you were uh, you were attracted to other men. I would have said boys. yeah, probably about. 13, 12, 13 maybe. Okay. That's interesting. That's a little bit later than, well, certainly than, because uh, Kieran came out at 14, which is, I know, I know, I'm kind of like, wow, that's, I mean, you know. I teach kids that, that's weird. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I mean, of course, but I, I think I sort of was aware of something when I was probably about nine eight or nine I think I remember kind of being starting to be sort of aware of something not quite the same as not following my my, my life not following feeling like my life wasn't going to follow the same pattern um, and it wasn't yeah I suppose I, and there was I did start to here's a secret I used to like the smell of my best friend's feet it was sicko. I know. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was. It's like. I, it's not something that's carried on into adulthood. I don't have a foot fetish. He's trying to grab at my feet right now. <laughs> yes. Talking about gay socks, <laughs> um, which uh, we will come uh, to, ladies and gentlemen. No, but there, there. It was. It was just a thing. I think it was a, a quite, quite a, a mus. 
for as, as much as you know a, mm. a nine-year-old boy a, a masculine smell um and i associated it with my friend and and i just i just it smelled it smelled right yeah, yeah yeah and so i think for me that was the point and th- sort of from there on it grew and the smell of feet now doesn't i don't particularly like that any longer but yeah <clears throat> but yes okay so you were um so you're saying about 12 i think so 13 okay that i'm that i can i remember i'm aware of yeah thinking i oh, maybe it was a bit earlier see that's the thing when you sit down now and now go, about yeah. it, well because 12 until whatever that's your first year well year seven mm-hmm. in secondary school um yeah. obviously suddenly you know from in the primary school there was a swimming pool uh, attached mm-hmm. um and so come summer we'd always have an hour every day you went swimming yeah come hell or high water or just a swimming pool and um <laughs> and which was great but you know you'd run in or get changed blah, blah, blah. I mean the most would be just flicking a towel but never in a yeah, yeah. sexual way it was always just as a but normally you would never have time to go like three minutes to get changed ah! mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and suddenly you get to secondary school having to do sports which I loved in primary school yeah I mean there are certificates my mum has them it's a very large book of me doing the 10 metre flat race or egg and uh, spoon race the egg and spoon race the skipping race I won against the girls God. I should have known there were many telling signs there we go I that know, was I know why my mum uh, that knew was... long before <laughs> um, uh, it's my hand-eye coordination um, <laughs> I'm great at tapestry as well um <laughs> <laughs> and needlework. Oh, needle She's point. a genius. Oh, um. <laughs> needlepoint. Uh, and so that's I'm thinking about it. That I love sport, and then suddenly, in second, I think maybe because there was something was all boys, or there was a lot more aggression. <laughs> generally, I right? Suppose. Yeah. Well, suddenly, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm never. I'm not a very boys. aggressive person. Yeah. Um, well, you say that, but oh, ladies and gentlemen, wow, a couple of bottles of Sauvignon Blanc. When you take them away from me. <laughs> yeah. um, Why are they empty? What do you mean it's 10 o'clock? We're still inside. You? I have to sit outside here for longer. That's, um, our, that's our local beer garden, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. The Prisoner of Wine. Prisoner of Wine, or better known as the Princess of Wales. Look at it on a map on Blackheath. It's in the middle of Blackheath. Anyway, we're not the promoting that. Hopefully they, they give us something. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get some. A bottle of champagne. Yeah. That we'll have to have inside before 10 o'clock. Exactly. Uh, anyway. Um, we digress. digress. <laughs> um, uh, so, and it was weird doing the sports. One, because you ended up having to do, you know, how to do outside sports at the primary school in the winter. And suddenly I was having to do football oh, and rugby. Rugby. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I hated. Yes. Uh, and then it got to the shower. You know, so then I had to have a shower at the end yeah, of yeah. the lesson <clears throat> with your teachers patrolling up and down uh-huh. to make sure you'd had your... And you'd literally grab that towel and sort of just run through and yeah. pretend you'd have a shower. So you um, went... Your hair was wet. Damn. But no, try not even get the hair wet because like, then it's just oh, cold. you have to do something to it. Uh, and, but really, if you see pictures of me at school, doing something to my hair was obviously not high on my list of priorities. <laughs> <clears throat> Horrendous. Um, that's something for us to look at later. That's why I maybe thought I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> not to uh, yeah. <laughs> stereotype too much. Yeah. Um, so then confusing everybody. But yeah, I know. Uh, but it was just 
horrendous, but I do remember slowly also being ever so slightly, sorry, ma'am, turned on a little bit by the whole process. Right. Because okay. it was a little bit illicit. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I know, this is weird. <laughs> Please don't listen. Um, <laughs> cut off now, it might be wise. <laughs> yeah. um, leave now, ma'am, leave yeah, now. Yeah, leave now before we ruin everything <laughs> irreparably. Uh, yeah, ever so slightly, think about it now, yeah, being slightly turned on. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm honest, as it got on, because you had to do it up to the end of GCSE, we still, I'm sure we had sort of sport. PE or... Yeah. It was two slots a week. Um, and I'm sure on GCSE we must have had some sort of sport going on as well. Definitely on an A-level, but... Yeah. I, I just remember... Yeah, just trying to... The little gaze out the side of your eye. Um, I've just got to see you. I just stopped coquettishly standing in the corner of the shower. Just hiding behind the hand of the towel. They can't see me. <laughs> With a <the> clarinet. <laughs> I'm going to wash that man <laughs> out of my hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just as you were there in the changing room, just kind of. Yes, yes. Pretending yes. I'm not looking. Yeah, yes. But I don't know whether that was, I was, maybe as I was older, but to start with, whether it was just, it was just a, a comparison thing? Right, I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, people are all developing at different mm, yeah. rates, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I avoided, <clears throat> I avoided. Well, yeah, I just didn't do PE. Yeah, was a voice instructing me about that whole process. Well, yeah. Like, oh, whoa, hello. <clears throat> yeah, my way around it was just by not doing any, just playing truant was my my way out. Play truant through sport and many other classes, but especially though, <clears throat> that was where it began for me, faking notes. It was quite hard to get out of the school without being seen. Yeah, see, my, there was, there was a way. <laughs> I found, well, there was... Yeah. Surrounded by fields and all sides, so you had to have a very <laughs> stealth. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um <laughs> But also my mum was very I'd be like, oh, don't feel very well today, Mum. Yeah. You got sport today. Yeah. No, you're going to school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um But or you know, you're saying about actually people's feet. I, the world oh, do you did you ever have this where you, when you ever did sport and you forgot your uniform, you had to have something from the oh god, prop which was the most crusty rank? Yeah, this must happen thing. all around the world as well. Just listeners around the world, I'm sure you've all been at school, and I'm sure that must be practice, general practice in every school in every land. That if you don't bring your sports kit for physical education lessons, that there's a box that of leftovers from many years. And you have to wear the crusty. Shorts. In primary school, I think you used to have to do it in your pants. Oh, pi- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot yourself. Yeah, just do it in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm not sure you're allowed to do that. No. But it was never a sexual thing. No. What wearing someone else's crusty shorts? <laughs> well, there is that. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. there's websites dedicated to that now, but oh, well, yeah. at that point, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, yeah that the, the box. But what I do. The, the smell of the changing room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and it's one of those where you know suddenly you call something for whatever it is a whiff wherever it is and you're like whoa yeah. I'm back in that chamber room and there is a sunlight yeah a little freezing of and smells of, of cheap um Links. Yeah, there you go, links. <laughs> oh god, everyone has so much links. links. Yeah, uh-huh. It makes links sweat. Dirt, because people come in your rugby boots, muddy. football boots that were muddy yeah. and stuff, and that's all stamped on the floor and Yeah. Yeah, weird. But going back to the rugby one, um I did Don't know how this happened. Um one day when it was just a normal lesson, mm-hmm. but we normally got submission to the A and the B team. No prizes for guessing, ladies and gentlemen, that I was in the B team, <laughs> the behind team. Um, <laughs> make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and for whatever, somebody was aware of that I don't know what it was, and they needed somebody else on the A team. Yes. Um, the A team. The A team. Because <laughs> B A Baracus was away that day. Um, and who was who was one Menno's one of Menno's first loves? B A Baracus. Just no jumping way. to another guest. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was the beginning of a lifelong love affair with B. A. Baracus, and he, wow. he he searches for men. He's still searching for his B. A. For his B. A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to take his Baracus. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Mano. Hello, hi, Mano. Um, but I didn't remember being chosen that one day. Yes, and it, Russell Dean. Hello, um, he said, oh, I've watched. Occasionally, Andrew seems to be all right in the other team. God knows what I was doing. Um, and I got to play with the proper rugby boys. Right. Now, oh my God, I would so make much more of that situation. <laughs> but I think I was a little bit terrified. Yeah. But if I look back, am I just rose tinting? I don't know. But there was a little bit of... <gasps> yeah. Was it a little bit of Nancy boy going, yes, I can do this. Because it so, must have been a bit later on. It's got to have been. I think it must have been GCSE year to have made no for me to have made Russell Dean no more because I would have been through drama. So it's a bit more of a kind of def- defiance then of doing. Yeah, I'm going to do this, and you're not going to stop me, kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. And that I got chosen. I thought, well, I better actually live up to this, mm. and I proper tackled actually people. Do play rugby. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good for you. I mean, yeah, I was terrified, but I. My my terror sent me just running <laughs> in the opposite direction of the ball and then out of the school. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, because we're going to move on, mm-hmm. um, keep things moving. Um, so yeah, so you're in school. So yeah, this is where. So so, but things still. There were no kind of issues. You were just getting on with your focus. No, so getting through. Get focus like, on work and education. And getting um, all the extracurricular stuff. I did again. Carried on doing music. So I was in the school band. Yeah, um, playing in lots of different concerts. Um, started although as much as I loved drama and stuff, I wasn't that into it particularly for primary school. I just the the, the, the nugget was lit mm-hmm. by Jeanette Fido. Um, and come secondary school, it was my friend Tim Feltham. Hello, Tim. <laughs> um, a different form group to me, but Tim and I ended up being probably best friends right through primes, uh, through secondary school yeah um, and he had started doing that time uh, the drama club mm-hmm. so I then said what do you want to come along and do and I was like oh, okay and then that's probably where my then doing drama club right um, probably kicked off and that was in year 8 um, and then I was forever then doing 
So and you, what, the term concerts and things or musicals and okay, all that kind of stuff. So we're very busy on that side, so extracurricularly as well. Um, the journey began. The journey began. <laughs> uh, but what was interesting, the, the kind of the drama group of us, which was probably about 20 people, mm-hmm. guys, roughly, let's say 20. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we necessarily all knew or were aware, or maybe some were, but mm. not of everybody else. Mm. But subsequently, since secondary school, we've all come out as gay. Got the whole lot. Wow. So, you know, some stereotypes, as well. I said before, they're, 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 they're f- because they're, because they're real. They're, yeah, wow. Yeah. It's, there's just, I just remember that slowly you hear about each of the various ones. I think I was one of the first to come out. Right, okay. I came out in during A-levels, 17. So um, that, that was a question <clears> as well, as when <throat> did you actually say, right, hello world, I am definitely, so 17. Here. Um, yeah, 17, I was, um, I've thinking about it for a while and I'm kind of sure, um, but I still had girlfriends, not that I ever did anything with them. Shopping. Poor ladies, poor ladies. Jess and my last girlfriend. Um, bless her, she's an actress out there somewhere. Um, I hope you can use my emotional memory uh, of my disappointment uh, for you. Um, <laughs> the husband um, who can't satisfy. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I, I was thinking about it. I remember being at the one of the sixth form proms. It must have been lower sixth. Mm. And I remember talking, oh, what was the name of the girl? The lady's come back name. to me. Lady's and, name. And I just remember talking to her. All, and I think she was the... Definitely at school, one of the first people I confessed to. I thought, I thought about. Yeah. Um, Something you was felt great. comfortable enough to yeah. say. Yeah. And, so, and I... Because uh, on top of this, on a Saturday, I used to do an orchestra as well. Uh, just a music uh, centre. Mm-hmm. Um, the orchestra and the wind band, which I started at the age of seven and went up until I was 19. Yeah. Um... No marching in this one. No good. <clears throat> yeah, best, best if avoided. Uh, I, I like a seat. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so I knew her more from that. Right. Also, and then she was in the girls' school, uh, but the sixth form, uh, you came together. So the, the schools were separate, but the sixth form you could go into either mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I remember just talking to her that evening about it, and being, oh, this is not too bad. How did Doctor Somebody else? Not sure. Um, and then went with a party to Brighton, a group few of us, to stay at one of my friend's friend's places. Right. Um, and ended up having fumblings, <sighs> let's call it. Oh. A flutter of a fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> a reveal of an ankle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the most... Un- yeah, yeah. Do I want to tell this? <laughs> go on, right. uh, go on, go on, go on. Be warned, it's not horrendous. Um, <laughs> so it uh, got on quite well with him uh, throughout the evening. We were at Revenge. Oh my goodness. Revenge, oh, ladies and gentlemen, is a club that still exists on Brighton, opposite the pier, pretty much. 
um, and mm-hmm. very popular. And yes. We've all been there over the years. Yes, you're in Revenge. I've been in Revenge. It's all fine. Uh, and then we were, we were all staying at this guy's house. I'm not going to name him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when we got back, um, uh, his partner or ex-partner, as he said, is still here. He's going to move out. So he's in the bedroom. Mm. And the other friends were in the front room. Yeah. So fumblings happened in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Some ways couldn't be more gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Between teasing hair and... Uh, <laughs> Between teasing hair and... Uh, <laughs> plucking. <laughs> Putting the uh, perfumes in chronological <laughs> um, of manufacture. Uh, and we gave the toilet a good scrub. <laughs> <laughs> Got my Valley to Supermarket. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and so that was kind of my first fumbling. That, that was my first experience. But then it was that moment I was like, oh. Right. Not so having that's... had a sexual relationship yeah. with either sex. With anyone, yeah. At this point. But at that point I was like, I don't, I don't need to have one with one because that's not what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I'm a thoroughbred gay. Um, <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> uh, so then, I think it was then, I then stayed the rest of the weekend. We went to a, a B&B. Um, that was quite fun. Then went home. It was the same weekend the next weekend. I don't know. This is my family side. But then we were at home. When uh, uh, I was in the front room with my sister watching TV. Uh, phone rang, went and answered the phone. Spoke to the person on the phone. It was this boy. Uh, I came back in, sat down. Uh, my sister was like, who's that on the phone? Mm. And I was like, right, just, just, just say it. Mm. It's my boyfriend. Oh. She, she goes back to watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next advert break. Obviously been mulling away in the brain. <laughs> then turns to me again with like, did you just say what I thought you just said? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that was that. And then the same day I told my mum, uh, I was upstairs, I was kind of just moping around a bit, trying to think, how do I do this, how do I do this, like, have you got something to tell me? Um, you're just kind of hanging a door, swinging Yeah, you, you know, you're like, just trying to make it look like, I'm not here for any particular reason, but I do really want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Rubbing your hands along, yeah. getting the dust off the... Uh, I'm um, sure your mum's house isn't dusty, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casting aspersions on her housework <laughs> skills, but she works in the housekeeping department in a hotel, so it's <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's, yeah um, absolutely. She, uh, and she was like, "If you want something to tell me," and I was like, um, "Yeah, hmm. you haven't got a girl pregnant, have you?" And I was like, <coughs> "Whoa, <laughs> no, wrong sex." <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, then I could tell already. I can read you like a book. So, going back to whatever it was right. uh, I was saying earlier about me at primary school. Um, maybe yeah. that was why my mum already knew. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That, but I didn't tell my dad for ages. Right. With my dad, it was always a thing of finding the right time uh-huh. to ask him or tell him about anything. Because, um, God bless him, he could be a bit, a bit moody. Um, and I love him for it, but you just have to know how to work it after a while. Sorry, Dad. Um, and, <laughs> and so it was, you know, even if you wanted to lift up to the station. Okay, I've got to ask this question and I'm going to have to wait for like five minutes of moaning about, oh good, it's all just doing it for you, isn't it? It was driving you around. 
Dad, I'm 16. I can't <laughs> actually drive. I'm 32. <laughs> There's one bus that goes here once a week. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you would live in the middle of the countryside. Uh, it's not your fault. <laughs> I didn't have to be born <laughs> this way. Um, woo! Woo! Uh, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, I didn't tell for ages. Yes. My mum kept going on for every time we go home at Christmas or holidays or what after being at university. Are we going to tell you, Dad? <laughs> no, want to find the right time? Want to find the right time? Well, I've not told him. I don't know whether she did or not. <laughs> and it got to the point hmm, five years later? Yeah, it must have been five years later. Mm. And I met uh, my first great love, Andrew. Um, yes, we were both called Andrew. I wasn't just looking in a mirror on you cheeky. <laughs> um, and I thought, well, at some point, this is going quite well. I mm. might want to come home, um, meet my parents. I yeah. really want him just to turn up. And I'm just like, who's this? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, specifically went one home one weekend to tell him. And <laughs> all weekend, like, no, not now, not now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Or we'd make a little comment, just chucked out into the wind about something. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no that's not right. No, no. Oh, this is weird. Mm. Got to the Sunday night. I think I've got to go back up for Monday. Um, I was leaving Monday morning. And I was like, right. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. Mm-hmm. Switching off the TV. And I was like, no, no, Dad, sit down, sit down. I need to tell you something. Yeah. Oh, I've bitten the bullet now. I need to tell you something. I've got to tell you something, haven't I? Um... <laughs> I don't know why I haven't told you before. I feel a bit weird that I haven't told you. I'm a bit stupid. Preamble, preamble, preamble. But just to let you know, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. It's a slight pause. And then my dad just looked at me and went, I'm old, not stupid. Now I'm off to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was that. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Um, Amazing. <laughs> God, I wish I'd said that. That's it. <laughs> But I suppose by this point I'd already set up my life outside of the house. Right. As my mum said, when So you had a safety net to go yeah, back to and that I was yeah, yeah. a life elsewhere. It wasn't I haven't I wasn't living under the roof as it were. Yeah. And not that would have been a problem. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's got that kind of all that side of it, and then there was the work as well. So, th- so that's a whole different kind Jumping of back as mm. well, because so university just uh, what uh, what point were you between so what, when you met Andrew, yep. where were you in terms of university? Did you finished university? I finished, yeah, it was the yeah. 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 And you that studied, true, yeah. just to keep us um, up to date? Modern Drama Studies and Music. There we go. Brunel University. Brunel University. And Gay Sock. We've got to get just because I'd, I'd written down Gay Sock on my piece of paper. So Gay Sock, did you have one? There was one. Um, <laughs> just the one. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, um, uh, and I think it still is by the nature of, it's engineering and sciences, yeah, uh, and sports mm-hmm. um, science. Very famous for um, people like um, boxer Ashley Judd. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, come back to me. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> it's a it's a, it's a, quite a and because it's uh, northwest London, mm-hmm. it's quite a uh, a large population of uh, Asian. And black yeah. community. Um, what was interesting was that was the tended to be the the issues on campus, right? Strangely, um, so there was never really I never had any particular homophobic or anything. Yeah, sure. Um, 
either because they're on the down low or it's much more, you know, just don't do it at all <clears throat> in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a society um, who... were lovely people. Mm-hmm. But I think I had decided at that point. Which is interesting why. I don't know why. Um, uh, that being gay is just a part of me. That yep, I can't yep, yep. physically change. And you don't want to. And I don't want to. Oh, maybe a few more abs. And, um... <laughs> on my face. Um, <laughs> uh, but doing things like the orchestra or drama society or stuff, that was my passions of... hobbies and interests. Yeah. And those I kind of understood. Yeah. Uh, maybe I didn't understand so much at the time of... the need to have a, a, a community or unity. Right, Okay. Um, because maybe I'd had one but I hadn't realised I'd had one because they were just all my drama friends and blah, 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 yeah. back in the secondary school um, and yeah I just I didn't I didn't enjoy my time going socialising with them. I'm just like, I don't really right. want to socialise you because you're just because that's basically all the club was it so- seemed like it was more like it was just a social club and I was a bit like so the only thing you had in common with them was that you were gay. Well, I was gay, and, was and I wasn't particularly. They just weren't people that you would be Which friends is, with yeah. just because they weren't that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it took me a while to kind of feel comfortable with that. that it was yeah. Like, I don't have to like you because you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah. Idiot. Well, we've all had the we've all had the moment, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners have too, where somebody says to you. Um, oh, you'll get on really well. Well, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but I, probably when you were younger, and definitely when I was younger, I've got a gay friend who you'll really love because they're gay. And we are having a little break here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Andrew is having a virtual breather. Um, we're, we've having, we're splitting the episodes into two. Um, this episode into two, I should say, this week, because there's lots. And the next bit of our conversation is really where we meet in our theatrical endeavours and our travels around the world, and uh, and and hilarity ensues, and it gets more insane. So I've decided this week just to divide it in two. As we didn't have a podcast last week, um, I nearly released them as two, but let's not go there this week. We're going to have two pieces, um, two parts to our conversation. So... Come back next week. There will be more. And thank you for joining. And uh, yes, wait and see what happens on part two of When Andrew Met Matt. All right. See you soon. Thanks for joining again. Keep subscribing. Bye for now.